0: Thank you for tuning into the Rainy Day Horror Show. I am Dusty McBalls. I am the certified cougar hunter. And I am the man with balls too big to handle. Alright, we got through the work week. We're here back on yet another beautiful Sunday at noon just like usual with another banger of an episode. Now today's episode, we're gonna be talking about a killer. Not a male killer, a female killer. Her name was Catherine Knight, all right? We are heading to Australia to learn about this murder. Now just a little bit of backstory about this murder before we get into it. She killed her boyfriend, skinned him, put him in a pot, cooked him up with some veggies, and tried feed, well, she she ate it herself, and then she tried feeding that meal to his daughters, and thankfully she was caught, because that's fucking crazy, now, I hope all of you had a wonderful week, if you haven't heard my last episode, I released one on Wednesday, and every Wednesday, I'm going to be releasing a short maybe I don't know if it's gonna be short but it's gonna be like a little reddit horror story that I'm gonna find and I'll shout them I'll shout out the I shout out the subreddit and then I'll shout out the story and the user that put it up there and if you want to send me your own horror stories DM me on Instagram at the rainy day horror show or my personal Instagram account at Dusty Mcball's and I will include them in on the uh, on that episode on Wednesday, too. So, just keep that in mind if you ever want to. Um, now, we're going to jump right into the story about our lovely, lovely lady named Catherine Knight. Alright, so let's get ready. So, Catherine was born on October 24th. 1955 in Tenerfield, Australia. She is the offspring product of a scandalous affair between her parents, Barbara and Ken. Now, I had to look this up because I was like, what's Barbie's first name? So, like, Barbie's first name is also Barbara. And it's kind of funny that the parents of Catherine are Barbara and Ken just like the dolls just like the Barbie dolls so it's kind of funny I think it's kind of funny that they ended up having a murderous child now back to the story so now Tenerfield is a small town so when this scandal came to light it literally rocked this town not only because it was an affair and it was a predominantly religious town but Barb already had 4 kids with her husband and she met Ken through her husband Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. After this wonderful and chaotic start to her life it really didn't get any better um her father was not only an alcoholic but was also violent and he would also rape her mom multiple times a day, and Catherine claims that she was also sexually assaulted by several family members until she was 11. When Knight was in school, she was labeled as a bully and would pick on the smaller kids. She then dropped out of high school at the age of 15 without ever learning how to properly read or write cuz you're a dumbass after she dropped out she worked at a clothing factory for a year then landed her dream job at a slaughterhouse where she murdered and grinded animal organs yeah now i don't know why that was her dream job but if you think it's bad it gets it gets worse so just stay strapped in <gasps> all right According to Peter Labor, a journalist, was told by Catherine that she loved her job so much that she actually hung a set of butcher knives above her bed. Oh, no! Just in case she ever wanted to use them. Newsflash, she does. Okay, just a little, little foreshadow for you. Eventually, while working at the butcher shop, she met her future husband, David Kellett, who was a raging alcoholic and was also violent, just like her father. Prone to fist fighting, one night, Catherine had enough and decided to fight back in one of his drunken stupors. After that night, David would then soon realize that she was capable of doing more damage, and would find himself being dominated by her. I said give me a hell yeah! Then in 1974, she was able to convince him to marry her. What? He was heavily intoxicated the entire time at the wedding. What? And Catherine's mom what? even warned him what? about her temper by saying, what? and I quote, "She has a screw loose somewhere." What? After the ceremony and after the after-party, they went back to the hotel room to do some fucking tonight. We are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling for the heavyweight championship of the world. Are you ready? Wrestling fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance, and the millions watching around the world. Yeah, buddy. And I'm not talking one round. I'm talking round, after round, after round. Like Iron Mike Tyson, Andy Vander Holyfield. Like, pound for pound. Like... Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! (laughs) Okay. Okay. After, but after, after they were done fucking, it was right after the third round, poor Davy couldn't hang, he couldn't hold on, and he didn't want to do a fourth round, so you know what Catherine did? Catherine thought it would be the perfect idea to strangle him, but Davy was still in the right mind. He wasn't too drunk to where he couldn't fight back, so he fought back and he fought her off. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. And then after that, After almost being killed on their first day of marriage, the lover's marriage would last over 10 years, but it was far from perfect, as you could expect. David was mostly unfaithful to Catherine, and one night when David was out with one of his ladies of the night, Catherine found this out, so in retaliation, She took their one of two daughters, who happened to be two months old at the time. And placed the infant on the local train tracks. Thankfully, a train didn't come. But after that, she then threatened several people with a stolen axe. Yes, this bitch is crazy if you haven't already got the message, okay? So, now, around this time, Catherine was diagnosed with postnatal depression after she was caught violently pushing and swinging her second child in a stroller down a busy street. After that incident, she then spent time in a mental hospital where she told nurses that she intended to kill a mechanic that fixed David's car. Her reasoning behind that was that it allowed him to escape from her. She was then let out only after spending a few months there, and David would soon take her back. David is also stupid for taking her back after that type of shit. There is no way. No way in hell. Anybody should take anybody back after doing that. Alright? I, if I, oh god. If you, if I'm ever in the news for that, Slap me. I do not care. Come to me in public and just slap the shit out of me and tell me I'm being stupid because then I would probably listen. But this is so bizarre to me. I don't get it. Okay? But but their reunion didn't last long because David would eventually leave her, sending her into a bad depression and then shortly after that relationship, she met a local miner named David Saunders. Now Saunders quickly moved in with Catherine and her daughters, but he still kept his apartment. And him keeping his apartment made Catherine jealous and suspicious when she wasn't around. Now this relationship too also became violent and toxic. At one point, Catherine slit the throat of Saunders' two-month-old puppy just to show him what she's capable of. After that incident, they still stayed together, and they even had a child, a daughter, a year later. Their relationship would eventually end, though, because she attempted to kill Saunders with a pair of scissors. Crazy. Crazy. I don't know how she's getting away with all this, but she's crazy, okay? After that, she met John Chillingworth. They had a kid together as well. A little boy named Eric. Now, John would leave after he found out Catherine was cheating on him with our victim, Sir John Charles Thomas Price. Foreshadow, he's the one that gets stabbed. And I don't mean lightly stabbed, I mean stabbed. Okay, now in the beginning of this relationship... They had zero complications. They were fucking picture perfect. Okay? Alright? Charles had two older daughters that lived with him, and they seemed to like Catherine. And he made enough money as a minor for them to live comfortable. Perfect. This is perfect. A little conjoined family. The daughters automatically... That's perfect. How could this ever turn into a horror story. Like, there's no way. There's no way this could ever turn bad. Well, well, in 1995 they moved in together and things were going swimmingly. Perfect. Still. Awesome. Right? Until, well, now, here we go. Until she suggested they get married. Charles declined. Charles said, no, bitch. I don't want to get married, okay? And that's When Catherine went off the hinges again, more than one screw loose. This bitch went violent. She lost a whole brain, okay? Catherine framed Charles for stealing from the company, the mining company he he worked at, which got him fired. Now, this story is just a bunch of stupid people because it gets... Now, this is where I get upset at Charles, all right? He then kicked her out. As he should, but would start seeing her only a few months later, which I don't get. If any, if, if I was in a relationship with someone and they got me fired, oh, there'd be hell to pay. Oh, I would be going to jail. I would, oh, I'd be doing nefarious acts. It would be over for everybody if that happened. Okay. Now. Now. After they they started seeing each other still, she wanted to move back in with him, but he refused, and then that made her even more violent. Then, in February of 2000, she tried stabbing him during a heated argument, which prompted him to put a restraining order against her. Then, on February 26th, 2000, Charles came home from work and went to bed at 11pm. This is the night he gets murdered, okay? Should have kept that, should have made sure that restraining order was perfect because Jesus Christ. Alright, shortly after he went to bed at 11, Catherine came home, she made dinner, watched TV, showered, she woke him up, she fucked Charles, waited till he fell asleep, then stabbed him 37 times with a butcher knife, not just any butcher knife, the ones that she kept near her bed. Like the, like I said in the beginning. I don't know how that's not a red flag to anybody because that is a major red flag. I don't know how. Like, and I've seen pictures of her on the internet, and you will see pictures of her if, only if, you follow me at the Rainy Day Horror Show on Instagram. Sorry, I don't use Facebook. I'm not that old. Okay. No disrespect to you, Facebook users. It's just not my game. Also, I don't use Twitter either. So, Instagram is. Is where I'm at. Alright. Make sure you follow me. I'm desperate. Okay. Now that we've got that out of the way. She's not that good looking. Okay. I don't know why. No. I could understand. Maybe. If she was like. I don't know. Megan Fox. Like. You know. Maybe. Maybe I could get around that. But. She wasn't like, you know, you're like, you're like, oh, they're cute, they're really toxic, but we can, they're cute, we can work around, no, she wasn't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, unless she had that Ted Bundy charisma, because like, I, I, I don't get it, I really don't get it, but at least our boy Charles put up a little bit of a fight during the attack, but it wasn't enough because he was Basically set up and stabbed already too hard, so and he couldn't really fight back, but he attempted he attempted But after he succumbed to his wounds his body was then drugged downstairs Skinned and then hung on a meat hook in the living room She then cut his head off cut his body into pieces and Put him in a pot with potatoes pumpkins beets zucchinis squash cabbage, and gravy. After that, she cooked them all in that pot. She cooked everything in there. She cooked his remains, and then she prepared it in a meal. And she ate that shit. And after she ate it, she dumped the leftovers in the garbage and then went back to the couch where his mutilated corpse was sitting and sat right down next to it and then popped a bottle of pills and passed the fuck out. Like I said, crazy. Then the next morning, his coworkers, because he didn't show up to work, obviously, he's dead. The co- His coworkers called the police because he once told them. Before, he knew something was up. He knew something was up with Catherine. Why he stayed, I don't know. He's dead now. I don't know. We can't ask him. But allegedly, what he told his coworkers is that he's afraid of Catherine. And that she, he feels that she is going to seriously hurt him and his family. So he said, if I don't show up randomly one day, she killed me. So after that, they remembered that and they called the police. And after the police were notified, they showed up to the gruesome scene at the apartment. Well, not the apartment, the the home where he lived, where his daughters lived, where Catherine lived. When they entered the home, they found, they found a drugged-out, comatose Catherine, saying she doesn't remember the night before. Now, after that, they put her straight in handcuffs and they started searching the house. They went straight into the kitchen and they found Charles, they found Charles's head in a pot of vegetables on the stove. They found two plates with Charles's daughter's name on it. Which was the meal she prepared last night. Yes, she planned on feeding Charles to his daughters. Yes, 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 yes. Then she was detained and sentenced to life in prison after pleading guilty in October of 2001. She was then escorted to prison and is the first woman in Australian history to get life without parole. Till this day, she is still being held at Silverwater Women's Correctional Center in Australia. And that is the wonderful story of Catherine Knight. I told you it was a banger episode, all right? Now, I heard a quote, I heard a quote the other day, okay? You can't choose the family you come into, but you can choose the family you lay down next to. Now, that is very, that is a very true statement with this fucking story, right? They chose, he chose wrong, and I feel so bad for Charles, because he did not deserve that, right? He was just caught, wrong place, wrong time, but then again, he was taking her back. I don't know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't. Cause that's not worth it. I don't get, you know what I mean? Like, dude, what? What? But maybe some guys are into that, and I mean, I'm not gonna shame anybody for it. You you do you. It doesn't affect me. I don't give a shit. You just look stupid from the outside, but that's okay. Um, I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. I had a wonderful weekend. It was rainy all week and you know I love rainy you know I love rainy days. Obviously, the rainy day horror show, duh. So it was perfect for me. Um, I didn't really do any exploring this weekend. I plan on going to an asylum, an abandoned asylum in northern North Dakota, like 30 minutes away from the Canadian border so stay tuned for that stay tuned for photos on that um like i said earlier if you want to send me any cool horror edits or horror photos or anything horror related you can shoot it to me on my instagram that's at the rainy day horror show or dusty mcballs but preferably on the rainy day horror show um and yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the story i thought it was a banger episode banger story like i said we only serve out certified bangers on this channel and that's what that was all right so remember i'm gonna leave you guys i'm gonna let you guys know i'm gonna let you guys go now so remember stay frosty stay foxy and most importantly the most important thing in this world stay safe okay i want you guys all safe i love y'all hope you guys have a wonderful week Come back next Sunday. Let's do it all over again. Deuces. See you guys. Mwah. The light ain't on you, but keep making plays. Nobody's talking about you, but keep making plays. That's right. I know your sales numbers aren't where your friend is, but keep making plays. I, I know nobody's talking about you, and you're not on the leaderboard right now, but baby, keep making plays.